Hi, I'm Dr. Anita McLaughlin, a transformational counselor, mentor, chaplain, author, and entrepreneur. And you've just entered a diamond moment. Diamonds are produced through time, heat, and pressure. The cut clarity and size of the raw diamond determine its use. The use of the stone adds to its value. Life's diamonds are produced, processed, and valued the same way. This is the place to unlock and process the challenges of your life. Ascribe value, determine worth, and put these valuable lessons to work so that you can fulfill your destiny. Thank you for joining me again. I'm always glad and and appreciative of those who are sticking with me, so thank you. We've been talking recently about the challenging things that hold us back. What is keeping us from achieving the goals, dreams, and desires that we have for ourselves? And so we're looking again in this area because there's a lot to dig out and mine in this area in terms of producing the diamonds of our lives. So I wanted us again to look at That aspect of challenging, limiting beliefs, we talked a little bit about race, we talked a little bit about politics, and this time I want to combine those together in order for us to discuss a theory which is called self-actualization. Self-actualization was a theory that was um, uh, brought to the forefront by a psychologist named Abraham Maslow. Uh, He uh, actually got the foundation for this thought from someone else. But Maslow is the one that uh, so many psychologists and those people who are studying uh, in the self-help environment have come to place this significance on Abraham Maslow and his hierarchy of needs. So the hierarchy of needs, in essence, is psychological, um, safety, love, belonging, and esteem. And it's in that order. If you can picture it as a pyramid, at the bottom of the pyramid is the psychological needs. And and, uh, those are, are in terms of air, water, food, shelter, sleep, clothing, and reproduction. We can all agree that those are pretty necessary needs to be met in order for us to do anything in life. We don't have air, we're out of here. We don't have water, we're out of here. We don't have food, we're out of here. We don't have shelter, we're out of here. Sleep deprivation uh, cuts off your ability to think, to do, to be. We all have to have clothing. You go out on the East Coast without clothing, you're going to get hypothermia, you're out of here. And reproduction, if we do not reproduce ourselves, we are extinct as a people, we are gone. So the bottom rung of this pyramid of um, uh, Maslow's hierarchy of need at the very bottom is this psychological need. Then he goes into the next one up, safety, personal security, employment, resources, health, and property. So it's the the safety needs. Then he goes up another rung. The third level would be love and belonging. So in that we find friendships, intimacy, family, and a sense of connection. We all need these things in order to feel as though we are alive, that we're people. And then his the fourth rung of this 
uh, pyramid is esteem. And that includes respect, self-esteem, status, recognition, strength, and freedom. And then the highest level, the fifth level in this hierarchy of needs is self-actualization. What is self-actualization? It is the desire to become the most that you can be. And in essence, that's where we're headed. That's where we are going. And that is the place where becoming who you were meant to be, this process of moving through these stages of life, of turning the issues that have been hurtful and harmful into the steps that you need to reach this level of self-actualization is what we want to achieve. Uh, for There's a movie that brings this and illustrates this uh, for me. That The old movie okay, came out a while ago. It's an old Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan movie called Joe versus the Volcano. In that, there was an actor, Ossie Davis, who I just personally really liked. Um, he reminds me a lot in his uh, the dignity of his persona of my dad. And so I would gravitate towards movies that he was in. I, you know, most people like Tom Hanks. Most people liked Meg Ryan. And so it was just one of those movies that kind of combined some people that I that I enjoyed. It wasn't the best movie Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan or Ossie Davis ever did. It wasn't. But there was a line that he said, Ossie Davis said in that movie, that typified and kind of capsulized a feature that uh, one of my close friends and I always talked about. And that was being an individual. Being able to stand on your own and be an individual. Well, in the in the Joe versus the Volcano movie, Ossie Davis was what we would call today. Uh, he would he's a person who put the image together. Okay, he would have been a stylist today, taking someone, working with them from their raw state, finding the clothing. And the the to give them the impression that they wanted to project to the world. So this was Ossie Davis's strength. That's who he was. And he began, he talked to Tom Hanks, asked him what he needed the clothing for, where he was going. And he did everything from getting him um, Louis Vuitton uh, uh travel luggage, or it may not have been Louis Vuitton, but uh, the the big suitcases that were waterproof to getting him all of the clothing that he might need, the every piece of the accessories that he might need. And as he began to uh, put these clothes and the outfits on Tom Hanks and, and develop and gather more and more uh, outfits uh, that he felt would be appropriate for him. He got to a line and he said, now you're coming into focus. Now you're coming into focus. There takes preparation to begin to come into focus. 
to begin to project to the world and to other people what you want to be, who you want to become, and the way that you want to live your life. So I hear you saying, well, Dr. Nid, all that's fine and good, but like, why does this hook up to the other things that we've been talking about? And how does this work and connect? So we've been challenging limiting ideas. We've been looking at what's holding us back. We looked at race. We looked at the fact that there are people who are determined to move us backwards. When we're looking at the bottom line of this pyramid of uh, Maslow's hierarchy of need, we find air, water, food, shelter, sleep, clothing, and reproduction. And there are in our society today places that are called food deserts where you cannot get adequate food, where the the shelter is substandard. They call them ghettos or they call them um, uh, slum uh, slums, inner city slum locations. And we look at and back up and look at why would someone choose to subject another human being to these dehumanizing uh, experiences? Not enough food, not the adequate food that you need or your children need in order to be healthy. Living in an environment where it's too cold when it is cold and much too hot when it is hot and charging people to live there. When we look at the way that seniors are treated, when we look at the way that some have so little, the ability to sleep well at night does not exist, then we realize that either from a racial perspective or from a political perspective, we have been placed in a position where we are not even able to fulfill bottom of this hierarchy of needs. So then when we move up, we try to move up. Well, I've gotten okay place to live. I'm eating kind of what I'd like. Yeah, I may be dealing with um, a lack of, of really nutritious food, but I'm not starving. So let's move up to the next level, which is the safety needs. And we come into contact with personal safety. We come into employment. We come into resources. We come into health. And we come into the area of property. Just in learning and seeing the headlines of today, driving while black does not leave you a lot of security in the personal security area of the safety needs of the hierarchy of needs. It's dangerous just walking around. I'm sure that all of you have seen videos and there are, again, it's not everybody. I don't even want you to think that it's everybody. I don't want anybody apologizing for what someone else did. If you didn't do it, then if we're not talking about you. But there are people that they use the term that is a derogatory term of a Karen. People who are just making claims, false claims and accusations to utilize race against someone. So personal safety, 
is an issue. In this last week, there was a man uh, who was on the city council and he called the police on a nine-year-old girl who was spraying a, a, a natural bug spray, the apple, vine- apple cider vinegar, non-dishwashing soap, and water on these um, bugs that were destroying the trees in her neighborhood. She wanted to be a scientist. And so he called the police on her, on a nine-year-old girl, and she looked like a nine-year-old girl. And he's told the police that there was a small woman outside that was doing something. When they got there, it was this little girl trying to kill off these bugs that were destroying the trees in her neighborhood. Now, the significant aspect of this is that that man was on the city council. If you're not safe at a, as a nine-year-old girl, Surely you're not safe as an adolescent male, as we saw in Trayvon Martin's case. So when we're looking at these, the hierarchy of needs and understanding that we have been held at a point where we can't even get, many of us in society cannot even reach the second level of this hierarchy of needs. We haven't even gotten into the aspects of employment resources or health and truly not mentioning anything about property. So when we begin to understand how important self-actualization is, and we go back and look at the aspects of race and the aspects of politics, then we understand why people are fighting so hard so that some of us do not have the opportunity to vote, do not have the opportunity to have a have a voice. And when we negate our responsibility, we have played directly into their hands.